This year is dedicated in honor of the birthdays of Menucha and Chani. May it be a year of Hatzlacha, Bracha, Nachas, and continued spreading of Hasidus and joy. We wake up in the morning and immediately we start making choices. Should I get out of bed? Should I sleep for a little bit longer? Should I pray? Should I go to work? Should I deal honestly in business? Should I do what works best for me? Should I take the time to help others? Should I think only of myself? Should I be godly? Should I be selfish? Should I worry about my physical state? Should I worry about my spiritual state? Who am I? Am I a physical person with physical needs and desires? Or am I godly, someone who can transcend my physical needs and desires? How does this work? How can one person have so many different choices to make? How can one person do so many different actions in one day? The Altarebbe comes now and tells us a revolutionary idea brought down by Rab Chaim Vital, a student of the Arizal, who quotes Yeshaya, quotes the prophet Isaiah, where it is written, God says, I created souls, in plural. Every person was created with two souls. Every person has inside them two souls, a godly soul, one that always wants to connect to God, always wants to be selfless and think about others, think about God and holiness, and a physical animal soul, a soul that cares about the mundane, about the physicality of life, about itself. Which of these souls we are going to follow will depend on our free choice. The two souls that we have are constantly fighting, constantly opposing each other, trying to get us to do what it wants. But at the same time, these two opposing forces give us the option of choosing either way. I can be good. I can be godly. I can be selfless. Or I can be, do physical actions, be selfish and mundane. And this free choice that we have is because we have two souls. It's not one soul that once we are selfish, remains selfish. It's not one soul that once we are doing something that we shouldn't be doing, it's very difficult to now do something that we should. It's two different souls. And they exist together. At the same time, constantly, constantly opposing each other and trying to fight, trying to win. So who are we? Are we a nefesh kiss? Are we a nefesh Bahamas? Am I a godly soul? Am I a physical, animal soul? Who is the me? What am I going to choose? And more importantly, Knowing that we have two souls allows us to not give up. If we had one soul and that soul was currently doing the wrong thing, so we would give up. Obviously, I can't do the right thing. 
I'm doing the wrong thing. And I just can't. This is me. This is my soul. When there's another soul involved, we say, okay, so I'm doing the wrong thing now. In two seconds, I can switch and do the right thing. It won't take away the other soul, but I can start using the godly soul. The physical soul, the nefesh of Bahamas, the animal soul, exists together with the nefesh kiss, with the godly soul. Two souls, and the Altarebbe is going to start describing where these souls come from. How do they work? What do they each have inside? And how do they affect us? And the Altarebbe begins with the nefesh Bahamas, with the animal soul. The animal soul comes into us at birth. The animal soul is with us for our entire lives. And this animal soul, this nefesh Bahamas, originates in the klippa and the sitra achra. What is klippa and sitra achra? When God created the world, he wanted to give us bechira chafshis. He wanted to give us free choice. And therefore, God created a world with opposites, with good and with bad, with kindness and with evil, with selfishness and with selflessness. And each of us can choose what we are going to do. Klippa in Hebrew means a shell, a peel. When God created the world, every part of the world was infused with godliness was infused with a life force directly from God. But in order to give us this free choice, God had to cover his life force. God had to hide it. And this is called Klippa, a place where God is hidden, where we don't see the life force from God. Klippa is something that looks to us as something that does not have any godly power in it. Sitra Achra, literal meaning, is the other side. There is the godly side, and then there is the side that is against God, the other side. This Nefesh Bahamas, this animal soul, originates in the Klippa and in the Sitra Achra. And it gives us life by being enclosed in the body, in the person's blood, and gives the person life. The godly soul is too holy, too spiritual to relate to the body directly. And therefore, it uses the animal soul, the nefesh Bahamas, to give the body life. And this animal soul is made up of the same four elements that the world is made up of. Aish, fire, ruach, wind, mayim, water, and offer earth. All things that God created are made up of these four elements. So too, this nefesh abahamis, this animal soul, is made up of these four elements. The first element, Aish, fire, gives rise to anger, to arrogance and pride. When a person is fiery, they get very angry. 
When a person is arrogant, they have a strong ego. Their sense of self is great. They tend to get angry when things don't go their way. The stronger the pride of a person is, the more likely they will get angry when things don't go their way. This comes from the element of Aish of the Nefesh Bahamas. Anger, arrogance, and pride. The next element, Mayim, water, relates to the Tanuk, to the delight and the enjoyment that a person gets from indulging in pleasurable things. Water makes everything grow. Everything pleasurable in the world comes from water. In addition, water always flows downwards. When a person gives in to their tithes, to their desires, and worries about the pleasure as opposed to something higher, they are going down. They're not eating because they need to eat. They're not eating to sustain their cell, themselves. They are eating, lowering themselves to the level that I'm just doing what I want. This comes from the level of water. The element of air is characterized kind of like nothing. When you blow up a balloon, it's full of air. But as soon as you pop that balloon, you're left with nothing. And from the element of air comes things like boasting, talking idle talk, making fun, being frivolous. These are things that are empty. Making fun of somebody else might make you feel good for five minutes, but afterwards you're left hollow. You're left with nothing. An empty vessel makes a lot of noise. The wind, the element of air, is something that is empty. All these different attributes that a person could use from their nefesh Bahamis are really nothingness. Making fun, being frivolous, boasting. A person boasts when they have nothing proud to say about themselves. If they had something and they weren't trying to put other people down, they wouldn't be boasting. So this comes from the element of air, of the Nefesh Bahamas. And the last element, the element of offer of earth, is something that is very easily understood. Earth is heavy. When you get stuck in mud, it's very hard to walk. You end up going slow. You end up feeling heavy. You can't really move. The attributes that come from the element of earth, of offer, are laziness and sadness. When a person is lazy, they find it very difficult to move. They find it very difficult to move fast with zrizus. And when a person is sad, they too feel stuck. They feel heavy. Their limbs feel that they can't move anywhere forward. They're stuck. All these different attributes come from the Nefesh Bahamas, from the four elements in the Nefesh Bahamas. But, says the Alter Rebbe, there are also good traits in the Nefesh Bahamas. The Nefesh Bahamas also has the nature of kindness, of compassion, these different natures that we have ingrown, inborn inside us are part of our Nefesh Bahamis. 
These natural traits that every Jew possesses don't actually come from their godly soul. They come from their animal soul. It is something that is inherent, inborn inside them. These attributes are not always done for godly reasons. Sometimes these attributes are done, compassion or kindness, because that's what we feel like doing. It's a good thing to do, but it's not necessarily from the nefesh elikis. Interestingly enough, the Talmud talks about a third trait that is inherent in every Jew. Busha, embarrassment, feeling humble. And what's interesting is that the Altrebbe does not use that third trait when he quotes this idea. Why not? And the answer given is that this trait of humility comes from learning Torah. It does not come directly from the Nefesh of Bahamas. The more we learn, the more a person involves himself with the study of Torah, the more his trait of humility will grow. But how can that be? How can we have good traits and bad traits in the same soul? And the Altarebbe now introduces another thing. There are two types of clipper. There is a clipper called klippas noiga. A clipper that has inside it a light, a good part to it. It is a mixture. And within this mixture, there are good things and bad things. And the good traits come from the part of Noiga, from the good part of this Nefesh Bahamas. The Altarebbe also talks about another type of klippa, klippat tmeus. This level of klippa is primarily bad. There is no revealed good at all inside it. And the neshama, the soul of the other nations of the world, come from this second type of clipper. There is also a third type. There are different people among the nations called the chasidei umais ha'aylam. People who are the righteous among the other nations. They are people who go out of their way to help other people for no ulterior motives, only to help the other person. Their neshama does not come from Klippas Tmeis. Their neshama comes from Klippas Neiga. Their neshama has inside it also a part that is revealed good, good and bad mixed together. We have now concluded Perak Aleph, chapter 1 of Lakutei Amarim in Tanya. The Altreba will continue in Perak Base describing in great detail the godly soul that is inside each one of us. How God put himself inside each one of us and how we can use that opportunity of our godly soul to become more godly.